is NAB Show Live. I should do this. Uh... Good afternoon. Welcome to NAB Show Live, produced by Broadcast Beat. I'm Linda Rossner, and I'm here to talk about AVID's learning program, which I think is amazing, and all of their endeavors. And we have two representatives from AVID that I am happy to introduce. Brian Castle with the AVID Learning Program and Richard McKernan, who is Pro Audio Sales for AVID. So I'd like each of you to sort of introduce yourselves and what your responsibilities are, and I'll start with you, Richard. Hello, my name is Richard McKernan. I work with, uh, with AVID. I'm on the Pro Audio Sales side. I, my main responsibilities are looking over um, most of the post-production facilities in Los Angeles and individual composers and individual artists. Great, and Brian? My name is Brian Castle. I run the AVID Learning Partner Program for AVID in the Americas. All right, so let's get into this. Tell me about the history of AVID Learning Program, how it got started, and let's just take it step by step. Sure, well, uh, this year we were proud to release a new version of Media Composer in honor of the 30th anniversary. So 30 years ago, we were a startup, right? Wow. And we had to teach people this brand new technology. So we started putting together formal classes that we could teach professionals. It's just evolved from there, and now we have a, a worldwide program that's largely in education. Who all do you teach? Because it's not just professionals, is it? No, no, that's a big question. Um, <laughs> we have training and certification programs that really run the gamut. So they are for students, they're for professionals, we have technical training certifications, we have creative certifications, really to use the software. Great. So. Great. And I, I take it the goal is just to make sure that everybody involved in the industry is versed with AVID. Yeah, I mean, AVID is really an industry standard tool, right? Yeah. And uh, with that in mind, you know, if you're looking to work in the industry, it, it's helpful to know those and to have a, the certification really is about ensuring that um, we are validating the skills and competencies of these professionals or the aspiring professionals as they're coming out of school. Now you say it started, you know, 30 years ago. Yeah. How did this, what was sort of the genesis of it? Can, you, can we get into that a little sure. bit? Sure, yeah, I can, I can elaborate on that. I mean, it started, like I said, as a, training, as a um, professional training program. And from there we, you know, we couldn't do it all, of our, all ourselves, so we started certifying instructors to train other people for us. And so we've had AVID certified instructors for 25 years or more. And then from there we started to certify training centers and then Eventually, it evolved as, as schools started adopting these types of programs that uh, they adopted our curriculum, our training materials, putting it directly into their curriculum. So that's really the model that we have today. We have you know, <clears throat> probably close to 90% of our, of our training partner channel are educational institutions. And they run the gamut from you know, small, regular high schools on up to the biggest name institutions that, you know, teaching uh, both sound design, uh, picture and sound editing, film schools, uh, the whole nine yards. So it's, it's exciting to see how it's grown over the years. Wow, and it's interesting that you're also starting at the high school level. Well, we are now, yeah. Um, and that's really something that, you know, kids today, they're digital natives. Um, they've grown up with technology, they're very comfortable with media. 
And, uh, and we see a need to give students access. In the last couple of years, Avid released the uh, first family of products, so Media Composer first, Pro Tools first, Sibelius first. These are completely free versions of our tool set. And there are some limitations, but they're not onerous. And so the idea is that a student can download the products for free, and then they can get to work building their skill set on Avid. When it's time, they can step up, get a student subscription, which is less than $10 a month for students. And, uh, and then those skills can carry them into college and into their career. And that's really what Avid's trying to do at this point, is we're, we're developing, in partnership with schools, um, college career pathways that will start students in the secondary education space. It's really K-12 is how we're defining it. So is it really? Yeah, as, as far down as a, as a school wants to take this, they can. And believe it or not, we have a school in Tampa, Florida that starts kids, uh, I believe as young as seven years old on Pro Tools. All right, so let me ask you, this is just, this is just a question I'm really interested sure. in. You ship them Avid, Avid programs, you ship them the, the equipment. Yeah. So how many workstations might they have in a, in a school? Might Avid get, can you give, the, give these to them, right? This is... Well, we don't give them the workstations, um, okay. but they do use our software. Okay. Um, so the school will have their own lab. And, right, uh, and they so use the software, software, but you yeah. send them the software. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a benefit of the program. So when they join the program, they get um, 25 licenses of the software, but it's scalable. I mean, we have universities that have 250 licenses. Really? Yeah. And I take it you go in and you train we so do. many educators to then train the students, correct? Yeah, that's exactly how it works. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, the, the whole idea is that we've given them a pre-built curriculum. It has all the media they need to, to be able to teach the students. And they're embedding this into their, uh, into their program. So a student who's taking a, you know, an introductory editing course is also learning to use Media Composer in the process. And so they need to know how our materials are built, how they're going to implement them, and then also just best practices in teaching. You know, the other thing that we find happens a lot in our instructor training classes is that it's, it's a way to um, really standardize the instructional team's knowledge. Because as professionals, we kind of have the luxury of only needing to know what we know. Um, you know, <laughs> it's like our workflow, whatever we have to get done, we learn how to do it, and then we just keep doing it. Um, and as you get exposed to a new workflow, you learn some new skills, but it's not necessarily the same as really learning the broad feature set of the software and learning you know, instructional techniques for, for communicating that well to your students. Um, again, this is sort of an off-color question, but uh, the learning curve for the students mm. to understand the software and understand Avid, uh, how has that affected how the systems are even, even built? Yeah. I, I think it's a little different on the, on the Pro Tools side. Um, certainly on the Media Composer side, you know, as our, as our interface has aged, that's become more difficult for students who are used to more modern interface design. Uh -huh. it's part of why we're so excited about the release from the, from the show. Yes. Um, that we've completely redone the interface. And it's more than just a paint job. They really re-architected like the Avid Media Engine underneath so that the whole system performs better. But with that new interface, it's going to be a whole lot easier for students to get into it. That's fantastic. Did you want to add anything to that, Richard? Or? Yeah, I just, just like Brian just said, the it, uh, the, the media composer has become much more intuitive, so mm. somebody can actually sit down and start working very quickly without 
you know, without have to knowing everything that's under the hood. Yeah, so. yeah, that's that, that I think is really important, especially yeah. when students are like, oh my God, yeah, <laughs> here's yeah. an they editing system, what do we, yeah, yeah, that's, uh, that's really exciting yeah. news. Yeah. Now, it, how many, actually, if oh, I can sorry. just add one more thing yeah, to that. Yeah, please. Um, the other big announcement about our Media Composer release this year is a brand new version, which, <clears throat> excuse me, it's called Media Composer Enterprise, because it's really intended for large broadcasters who need to customize the experience of different, um, you know, different people on, the, on their staff but it's also being offered to education so that they can level up the student's experience, giving them a more simplified experience with Media Composer. You can actually turn off features and buttons and things oh. within Media Composer. Wow. So your first year students can get started with a simplified tool set. Right. Oh. Your second year students can get access to more as you're, you're working them up. That's yeah. fantastic. Um, how many students do you think you've trained so far, or have oh, been trained? Oh goodness, Jeez. on average we, we probably are certifying about 7,000 students a year. 7,000 a year? Globally. globally yeah, yeah, globally, across, yeah. Right. across the world, globally. <laughs> but you know, the, the thing then is, what's interesting is, for a while we've heard from, from both sides, right? We've been working in, in education for a long time, so our schools will say to us, hey, we know all the big companies you guys work with. What can you do to get them in, into the industry? Uh -huh. like, how can you help us? And the funny thing is, on the enterprise side, you know, Al Jazeera or CNN or um, NBC, ABC, you name it. Yeah. Uh, they'll say, well, what are you going to do to help us find that next generation Jeez. workforce? And so, in the last couple of years, we've really been working hard to to intentionally facilitate the connection between those, connecting education to industry. And it's part of why I'm so excited about EPMA, um, the Entertainment Industry Professionals Mentoring Alliance, which is a mouthful, a mouthful but I'm getting better at saying it. It's yes. brand new. But we can um, cut it for, men we could call it Mentoring Alliance right now. Yeah, what I think that's think? a good way to do it. I, we'll I think the, the president alliance. of EPMA, would, well, he told me that's this what he's been calling it. <laughs> okay. So good, that's good, great. Good. But yeah, that's, I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, so um, actually, you know, I, I think I want to throw to Richard here in just a minute, but um, we're so excited because really the, the alliance includes a who's who of professional um, associations. So like the American Cinema Editors, Motion Picture Sound Editors, SMPT, AES uh, LA, and, and MPSC, MPSC uh, Sound Girls, the, the list goes on. It's really a who's who. Uh, even the Recording Academy. The Recording Academy, and AVID's a part of it also? Absolutely, so tell me about how AVID and EPMA got, got together and, and why. Yeah, it was, uh, the basis is that we have the tool set that the industry is using. And uh, it was, we want to be the conduit between, uh, between uh, the educator, the student, and industry. And any way we could facilitate that in any way possible with the, you know, especially with the knowledge that e within each organization has that can lend it, give back to the, to the, to the industry and to the community. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and from there, EATMO was formed. And from that, yes, it, you know, and then it's just amazing in just a short amount of time and the amount of enthusiasm that's been generated from all the educators, from all the students. Um, I think we're, it's, man, I'm excited about it. Well, might I say, Avid is the only manufacturer Correct. that is a sponsor that is an official founding board member yeah. and influencer of right. EPMA. And I think that's really important because you have the tools, where do you go from there? 
and also these we we want the new generation of professionals to come in not just educated and knowledgeable and know the tools but taking that to the next step where are they going to go from there right yeah and that you know that was a, a thing that uh, in a conversation with Bernard the uh, the association Bernard Weiser yes yes Bernard Weiser um, he's a um, MPSE member and and also teaches at UCLA you know in talking to him about it and the the avid education channel at this point as I mentioned is a global channel and or global uh, program, we have uh, roughly 900 institutions around the world offering this. And EPMA is taking a, a deliver, deliberate approach, but the opportunities here are tremendous. And in talking to Bernard about it, you know, the way he sees the collaboration between us, you know, as we think about connecting education to industry, <clears throat> excuse me, he put it very well, where he said, you know, you, you need to know the tools before you can learn to be creative. Right? Yes. And, and I've used the analogy of, of like playing music. I can't learn to interpret a song if I'm still looking for the D note. <laughs> right? You know, it's like I, I need to have that level of competency first. Yes. And that's really what our programs have focused on, is developing that competency. But that's why it's such a natural thing then for students mm -hmm. to go past certification and on into these mentoring programs because that's where they get to develop really the craft. And they get to learn from you know, somebody who's been in this for, for dozens of years, yeah. and all of that wisdom and all of that creativity, you know, can then be theirs, and it's their foot in the door. I gotta yeah. tell you, I, I commend AVID for what they're doing with the AVID Learning Program, but also being part of EPMA, taking it to that next step, to the next goal. Uh, I, I think it's wonderful. Unfortunately, we've run out of time. Okay. I'd love to talk more about it, but again, I commend AVID and AVID's learning program and EPMA, the Entertainment Industry Professional Mentoring Alliance. And I want to thank you both for being on the show and hopefully, if people have any questions, they can come up and talk to you. Should we give thank the EPMA please, website? Please e give the EPMA website. EPMA.org, E-I-P-M-A. Okay. .org. Yeah. Wonderful. And did you want to give an uh, AVID uh, website, or everybody knows AVID? Yeah, go, go to avid.com slash education to find out about our educational programs. And uh, certainly if any schools are interested, we'd love to work with them. Wonderful. Thank you so much. This is Linda Rossner from NAB Show Live, produced by Broadcast Beat. Thank you so much. Have a great day.